What up, what up? You're listening to Boothin. I uh, took a little nap before recording this episode, and I woke up, and I think we might be at war. So, yeah. Um, a little intro music inspired by that World War trip. All right. Both fine. Hey. Went master function this Both fine. a hot one watch out it's hot this podcast is like fresh fajitas you know uh if it ain't sizzling you know i'm doing it wrong baby so welcome to boothin this is episode uh, actually this is a milestone because until now i was saying episode quad zip but we are in them double digits y'all so it's episode trip zip 10 uh i am y'all y'all your uh, effervescent firefly against the gray gray landscape of the city of isles in which we reside during this year of 2020 in our lot so uh what this podcast is it is uh a freestyle hip-hop comedic storytelling podcast in which all the elements kind of uh infuse to make a gumbo of the mind and how that works is the uh, talking portion is edited down a little bit. I create index cards, and then I find a suitable instrumental. Uh, I try to get them from buddies, but you know, also from producers I find online. And uh, then I spit a genuine off-the-top freestyle based on the topics that are discussed during this next you know, 25 minutes or so. And uh, also just whatever else, uh, you know, whatever else gets shook up. And the little snow globe I got sitting on top of my shoulders, you know, maybe more like a sand globe with where I live. I'm a I'm a beach dwelling individual. I'm a an IRL beach bum. I'm a you know, I got the soul of what Matthew McConaughey wishes he was, and he's got that uh beach bum bod, which would be a fantastic uh, diet plan, if I might say the the beach bum bod. Do you want to know how to get ripped? sleeping on the beach and drinking Modelo's and, and and hopscotching from Dollar Taco Night to Dollar Taco Night, surfing the couches of Tinder dates alike, the beach bum diet. Uh, man, you know, when I'm at my worst is when I think I'm being funny. So, uh, you know, I got to keep myself in line. Which uh, can be tough, you know. You never got eyes on yourself. You're always kind of looking out. So who's got your six, you know? Who's sitting back to back with you? Who's uh, who's making sure that the path you're going isn't going away from where you're supposed to be gone? You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. So um, I didn't mean to throw uh, too much levity in the situation with, uh, you know, I wasn't, I'm not hype on this prospect of war with Iran. But uh, my reaction came from just how I was woken up about an hour ago. I came home and, um, you know, I, I, ch- I decided to have a cheat day 
you know, I've, I've had like a cheap three months, but uh, my legs were sore. Uh, the elliptical ellipticized my thighs and uh, <clears throat> oh man. And uh, so I came home and I went and got like hot bar from Food Lion, which is just like banging fried chicken, of course. And then I was like, you know, trying to delude myself at first. I was like, all right, all right I'm going to just sit this. I'm going to just finish this podcast. I, was, I think I was listening to uh, uh, Nick Thune on Burt Christ, Burnt Chrysler's uh, podcast. But uh, anyways, I just ended up having to level with myself. And I was like, I'm going to take a nap. So I lay down, get cozy, you know, tuck myself in because I'm cool like that. Extra G style. And uh I wake up to a text that basically uh, says something along. Well, actually, I'll just I'll just read what it says. I don't got to tell you who said it. Uh, I don't know the legal ramifications. It's not like this is top secret information. By the time you're hearing this, uh, in fact, you know, it's just going to be. <sighs> I mean, it's going to be old news. It's going to be like, uh, you know like ketchup stuck on a two-day-old plate that you left on your coffee table because you didn't feel like walking to the sink. And this information is just going to be calcified, crustified, dustified. And, uh, you know, you're going to have to, you know, put a little elbow grease on there to try and get the remnants of that that sauce off it. So I woke up to a text that said, says, damn, Iran bombed an American base in Iraq. No casualties reported. Now, I haven't been trying to jump to the gun, you know, or whatever the the apt comparison, the apt metaphoric, you know, approach would be. But basically, I woke up to just saying, all right, well, you know, it looks like we, we're getting the war that the machine wants, not the people necessarily, but that the machine needs, that the beast needs to you know, to keep on beasting, uh, kind of like how the booth needs fire beasts to keep on boothing. That beast needs uh, casualties uh, from people who don't look like us, apparently. So, um, you know, that instrument at the top didn't mean to uh, throw too much levity on the situation, but. Uh, you know, if we're going to go out, you know, and I don't even know if this podcast will, will make it out. I don't think, you know, uh, the destruction of the world is imminent. I've never bought into, you know, hardcore rapture theology or, you know, people who think that uh, the American empire will be crumbled before. I mean, you know, when I was a kid, people were saying that the world was going to end. And uh, as you can tell from the raspy tonal quality of my old old voice i'm clearly not a kid anymore and i'm still still kicking baby still breathing still boothing so um so yeah uh and that instrumental at the beginning was produced by grandmaster funk so i thought you know i just kind of i mean you know they say like gives you lemons make lemonade well you know if uh the United States government gives you war, then you find, you know, war type beats on YouTube and you just do your best to roll with them. And uh, I was sitting at 
the movies here recently. And, you know, I, uh, I saw this ad and it looked dope. And, uh, Call of Duty, my, my buddy JD, who, uh, if I do, you know, proceed to have guests on this at some point, he'll be, you know, it'll be him, Sheen, uh, Bobby and Halen. They're kind of in the queue. I just don't know, you know, what I'm trying to run with with this format. Anyways, uh, he got me into Call of Duty. So I saw this ad and, uh, I mean, it was awesome. You know, it had the graphics were amazing. And uh, I was like, all right, this might be convincing me to, uh, you know, to get that new Call of Duty game. And last year after I bought Black Ops 4, I was like, you know, I'm never pre-ordering another game. I think I played it for like two hours tops, maybe even an hour and a half, something like that. And I was just like, this ain't for me. I don't know what I'm doing. I went back and just played, you know, Fortnite and Rocket League. And I've got so much more joy out of that, like $12 investment between those two. So, you know, I was like, all right, I guess I might give it a try. You know, this is hyper, uh, hyper realistic looking. Uh, You know, the music is pretty hype. The soundtrack's pretty hype. So as the ad is rolling, you know, uh, at the end, I realize this is not an ad for the new Call of Duty. This is a recruitment ad for the United States Army. So uh, that's basically the, uh, you know, the back of the VHS on the movie called Y'all Y'all accidentally joins the army if they were to accept him despite his extensive anxiety history and his uh thunderous applause the the cacophonous applause of his thighs as he strolls into the recruiting office but yeah they had me hook line a sinker i was like this new game looks and uh i do think it's pretty interesting so then i log in into uh black ops because I had that itch, you know, and like there's some sort of event going on, which I mean, they they were donating to veterans, which is good. That's a great cause. Uh, but, you know, I, I, you all, you can forget that uh, the uh, the machine is churning, baby. You know, you might not be on gluten, but that don't mean they're going to start shooting out loaves of bread. You know what I'm saying? So whether or not you're in it to win it. The rest still blowing the whistle and the clock's still running. So, you know, keep your head low. Stay true to the mission. The mission being whatever that is, whether it's, you know, uh, trying to elevate your consciousness or, you know, trying to ascend the digitized... <laughs> ascend the digitized ladder of the the numeric value of your bank account. And uh, I don't know what that voice... I guess, like, you know, I... It, you know, it's it's another thing. When I think I'm being funny, it's probably when the least funny I am. You know, I don't have my six. But um, whatever it is you're doing, you know, just keep on doing it. And hopefully this uh, makes it out uh, by Wednesday. Uh, and by the way, uh, smash that subscribe, the follow uh, button, and I'll, I'll have a full call to action here at the end. But if uh, if you're hearing this now, I'd really appreciate it. Um, Just want to take a a brief moment to say thank you uh to all the the listeners we're kind of accumulating here um i was really hype because uh, i well it's not i really it's a team here at boothin 
uh, we broke 500 downloads, which, I mean, truthfully, doesn't sound like much on as a you know as a guy who sees the, the numbers some of these other pods throw up. Uh, but actually, as of recording this podcast, we've broken 600 um, downloads. And uh, assuming, you know, people might trim off a minute or two, that still comes out to an average of uh, 18,000 minutes of boothing that have kind of floated through the ether of uh, the interwebs, you know, into ears and, you know, maybe out of a little zit you got in the back of your head that's just oozing illness that I'm slapping on you. Man, I just hate to hear myself speak. That's not entirely true, though. Um, you know, I uh, I do remember the first time I ever heard my voice on an answering machine. Uh, I was like, "Who's that chump reading my lines?" You know, my family used to have these. Uh, I don't know if you call them adorable answering machines, but it'd be like, you know, my mom would be like, "You've reached the residence," uh, and then my dad would come in and be like, "Leave your message at the end of the tone," and then you know we'd have to really. Uh, really uh twist my sister's arm not actually twist her arm but uh you know she's like oh this is like not my thing i could be studying right now and then she'd come in and say and we'll get back to you as soon as possible and then i might come in you know because i at this age i was i mean i was donna dasher vixen i was all of them i was throwing a little stank on the you know on the rudolph beacon of cuteness and i was like and we'll get back to you uh as soon as possible and then we all came together like a you know like a partridge family uh that was a lot more uh non-denominational freewheeling christian than mormon and we were like have a you know have a blessed day in four-part harmony actually i'm making up the four-part harmony uh part but anyways i remember when we were trying to record that i was like you know who is that yoker um <laughs> i mean i knew it was me but you know it's one of those things like and i had this reaction to myself as a, a grown man um about uh like a, a video of myself but you know the first time i heard myself as a kid i'm like oh my gosh and it stopped me from pursuing um you know music and everything uh vocally speaking so i was just a bass man as you heard in uh an episode um i believe episode quad zip six is first time i made a dime the country music one anyway um so what the hell is i even saying but uh yeah so i i I really don't hate the sound of my own voice you know i did uh, college radio that was my favorite thing i went to uh unc chapel hill and i was part of wxyc which was uh, the first radio station to ever do a broadcast through the internet. Uh, And that's like a Jeopardy question. So there is like a Russian station that disputes that claim, but I'm just going to roll with my alma mater. Um, Anyways, what I'm saying is uh, I don't really hate my own voice. And I didn't decide to really start using it uh, in terms of music until I felt like I had to, you know, I felt like I didn't have a choice. And what I mean by that is some stuff happened in my life that um I felt like 
you know, music is a great escape. A lot of people use it. They listen to it. It takes them to a place where they want to be. Or it takes them back to a memory they want to be in. Or it uh, provides a backdrop to a, a current memory being created that uh, they, you know, wouldn't mind having a little a little bop behind. But nothing I could find uh, really spoke to what I was trying to say. Or not trying to say, but what I... Nothing was hitting the spot, and so that's when I, I was, just got real depressed. And I grabbed the old acoustic guitar and started sing-songing. And uh, I'm sure I'll have a couple episodes down the line about my uh, stint as a folk punk type beat. You know, as a Paul Baraboo adjacent amateur. And uh, yeah, you know, and just had to get over it and just realize my voice is my voice. And so... uh that happens, you know? And, uh, I mean, even if you're a person, you know, like I look at myself in the mirror long enough just to get that, uh, alfalfa type beat that, uh, that crop circle that the, uh, celestial visitors in the night, like to throw on top of my noggin, you know, that, uh, that, uh, you know, that dance floor that the tooth fairy likes to tap dance on, on the, on the back of my head, uh, as he, she, they, whatever pronoun they prefer, uh, checks under my pillar for, uh, that old molar hitter and they don't always get it, but you know, they still might hit a little tat dance. So I got that, you know, I got that back flap, that, uh, that nostalgia for, uh, the days of mullet past, you know, cause I used to have one. Uh, and, but still that's like just from like, you know, the waist up and that's really not the full picture. And, you could be like a painfully self-aware person, you know, you might know the perfect amount at which you can, you know, suck your gut in or prop one thigh in front of the other in the picture or angle your face. So, you know, uh, <laughs> I don't know. So your face is more aesthetically pleasing, you know, so it filters out better. So that dog filter, you know, them ears you throw on for the the Tinder profile picture, uh, you know, it's 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 more like playful and less like you know, woof. Um, but uh, you know, it is what it is, and it ain't what it ain't. And that's and that's really what I say when uh, you know, I'm I need a breather because I'm running laps around my brain here, a little little cul-de-sac, so I could you know, either turn around and go down the street in the other direction in my mind, or uh, maybe I'm just, you know, doing donuts behind my eye sockets, uh, making myself dizzy uh, till I, you know, bypass my my conscious mind and let this, you know, inner flow, these inner bars come out by the end. But, um, yeah, uh, and, you know, that you can't be aware of yourself from all angles. That was one of the favorite things, uh, and I'll probably dedicate a full episode to this at some point, uh, but it was one of my favorite things about having a mullet, you know, because um, it's all perspective. They say business in the part. Bus- business in the part. That's my current haircut. I got that, uh, that, I got that deceptively conservative hairpiece right now. You know, I always part it keep it pretty short, you know, don't let it get too much on my ears. And I do that just cause, uh, then I don't really have to, you know, it's my camo, you know, I don't wear camo. Uh, but you know, my haircut is kind of just a, a Southern, 
uh, dude camo so I don't have to, you know, put up with the, you know, the hakahui of it all. But when I had a mullet, you know, it was business in the front, party in the back. Really, you know, the people who say that, they've never had a mullet. I mean, really, uh, it's more like you are the party and the mullet is just kind of trailing you, you know, trying to, you know, g- catch a whiff of a of that, you know, that funk that you got carrying around, you know, somewhere between them, you know, them earlobes. You know, that uh that decorative headpiece. And um I don't know, you know, I thought about growing the mullet back because uh, professionally I could just, you know, throw it into a little little ponytail and be that guy but i think uh i think theo might own it and uh, bobby lee stepped into the arena and i guess there's a much more fashionable people but when i had a mullet it was you know i mean the afterglow of joe dirt had worn off you know it wasn't it wasn't cute anymore and i i'm not i mean i'm not here to say i'm the first person to ever you know have a mullet or be the last but um I'll say this much, you know, it's, uh, it's some type of voodoo, you know, it's, uh, it'll mess with your mind a little bit. You, uh, you turn into, I mean, you know, that was like Dr. Jackal, Mr. Hyde. That's kind of like the mullet, you know, it's it, a mullet. Get, it gets under your skin, you know, it's your hair. Don't just sit on top of your head. You know, it's got to go somewhere and that mullet. It ain't skin deep, baby. It, it runs, you know, right into your, you know, the fiber optics of your, you know, uh, of that, you know, that nine hole putt putt course called your brain. And, you know, it, it gets its claws in there. And, and before you know it, you know, there's no amount of, you know, bud heavy. There's no uh, amount of, of Newports. There's, you know, there's nothing that will satiate the mullet you know and and you you come to one day and you're you know you're you're shopping for a tuxedo at a flea market or you know you're you're trying to haggle uh a 25 cent ice cream scoop down at a yard sale and uh and trying to invent a new currency somewhere between a dime and a and a quarter and uh you know a 13 cent piece you know or uh you're, you're trying to you know maybe you're trying to you know buy a a uh I don't know. Maybe trying to buy like a, a rescue gecko from from uh, Let Go, and you're haggling down with them. You know, you think you know nineteen dollars is a little steep for a gecko, and you come to it and you think, what am I doing? And you realize I'm I'm not. This ain't me. Kind of like how Son of Sam said, uh, you know, tried to say the dog was was telling him to go on that uh that uh, bloodthirsty spree. Well, you know, blame the mullet. Hashtag blame the mullet. And uh. And, and one day you snap out of it or, you know, you, you want to get employed <laughs> like I did. And, you know, you got to take you got to take that uh, that beautiful back piece, you know, that uh, that mud flap of the mind. And you got to just let her, you know, let her let her free in the words of like bubbles from uh, Trailer Park Boys or, you know, Socrates or whoever said it, you know, if you love something, you let it go. And, you know, if it's meant to be one day you might wake up and, uh, and she'll be sitting right back on, on top of that dome. Uh, you know, and you might have that hair helmet of truth and, you know, you might just have to start listening to ACDC in the shower and, 
and uh, you know, no amount of better judgment's gonna, you know, stop you from from going on concert videos from the from the eighties or earlier and and talking about how it was better times and how there were, wasn't a single cell phone in sight and you know, acting as though the atrocities of humanity or universal in existence in general haven't been, you know, predating uh, the written word or uh, even probably consciousness whenever that, you know, beautiful little, you know, Easter egg popped out the, the rabbit's ass in your mind. So, I, you know what? I don't even know what I'm talking about. I never did. Yeah, you know, I've never claimed to know what I'm talking about, though. So this is on brand. This is consistent. Um, uh, a couple other pieces of uh, housekeeping here. Um, February second, uh, my good buddies in the band Exercise, and uh, my favorite new discovery from last year, a band called Self Help out of Boone, will be playing at Gravity Records in Wilmington. So uh, come out for that, and uh, I am hoping on January 29th uh, to feature some some music from Self Help in the pod. Um, I have to double check. You know, I want to do everything above board here, but uh, whoever you know, whichever member runs the band account, did throw a, a nice little flattering uh, recommendation for the podcast um, on their Instagram and. Uh, you know, that meant a lot for me and really every, every listener, every set of ears, whether you're, you know, all in driving or half listening as you, you know, play some, uh, some smash bros or whatever it is you're doing. Uh, it means a lot. So, um, I'm hoping I can uh, feature their music on the, the January 29th show and, uh, just give you a, a little preview of the, uh, the good, the goody good jams that'll be going down on uh, February 2nd at Gravity Records. All right, um, let me go ahead and cue up an instrumental. This has been Boothin, episode Trip Zip 10, Trip Zip 1 Zip. And uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Sorry, I was a little bit scatterbrained, but um, you know, waking up from a nap with uh, the uh, indication that we might actually be entering a war is a little bit jarring. So, you know, again, excuse me, I'm not trying to make light of the situation, but just like how you nervously laugh at something, uh, you know, on the opposite side of the parabola, I got, you know, type of reaction that's been happening in this pod. So thank you for tuning in to Boothin. We do drop every Wednesday. Stay tuned after the uh, freestyle for uh, a little call to action. Uh, go. Boothin, hey. Fresh fajitas serving at my mental western sizzling Meaning that we start a war and we're finna send the children And we tell them since they're four and they really can't afford The college education that's so necessary That if they wanna become legendary or stack the cash To go to college they gotta sign that ass up for the military And it's scary cause we weren't at such a war before But now we're, you know, writing checks we can't afford I close my eyes to flow, I try to lose my cards when I break the consciousness like a sheet of glass, there's still shards that get inside my feet as I flow. I lift my toes, but still my heels creep and they catch blood. Meaning that I leave a trail of doubt inside the past. So I stare to the future and I stare.
stare at the screen till my eyes hurt computers tell me what I'm finna do the government's a fiend for the war machine that we're finna bring the cream of the crop the wheat and the chaff gonna separate the sending out that whole crew that really doesn't know what war could quite do there's fresh faces young individuals waiting trying to flip that whole check to reciprocal might have stole that line or that rhyme or that concept from another rapper but i'm trying to be honest growing up i used to get my hair cut go three doors down and then spend my mowing money on some comics and i don't know what i'm gonna hear from comics because comedy really ain't enough these days to bring levity to the situation i say i'm gonna spray or say i'm gonna stay or i might just go and say i'm gonna flow it's coming from the brain delivered through the book through the vote i guess it could be through the vote but i meant to say the throat my vocal cords afford a difference of indifference as i spit this with the incision of a surgical thought i replace a skin graft on my mind skin graft on my mind meaning it ain't really mine but i take it by design so i had a bit inside this pod where i talked about the mullet even if the mullet gets its grabs inside of your skull it's more like a bullet meaning that it exits your soul and enters the soul exit souls enter souls of the feet exit souls enter souls that's beneath Exit souls into souls, who, me? I feel like Jacqueline Hyde, but Hyde never arrived So I'm just tearing through the night Trying to find the potion When I spit this flow, it's never been too potent When it comes to living at the beach, I do got roaches But I don't got rodents, it's a trade-off And the whole scam the geopolitical system and the war we're facing makes me feel like the Uncle Sam might have been the original Bernie Madoff. The original Madoff might have made off. Cause stocks are up when war goes down. They surround the whole country with a drowning frown. And comedy ain't hitting the spot cause the whole world feels like a joke. Or feels like a meme. This concludes episode trip zip 10 of Boothin. I think I'm going to call this one Blame the Mullet. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, the freestyle instrumental that you just heard was by a producer named Orchestar. You can find their, their YouTube uh, page in the comments. The introductory music was by Grandmaster Funk. You can find a link to their content in the show notes as well. And right now you are listening to the soothing sounds of whiskey. My good buddy. And you can find a link to his new project in the show notes. If you enjoy the show, uh, tell a friend, uh, subscribe and review on Apple podcast, follow it on Spotify. I know about half of you use Spotify. And uh, some of the most effective word of mouth has just been sharing the podcast episodes to your Instagram story. Uh, So I appreciate I've seen a a bunch of you doing that. And uh, that always, you know, gets my gander got and sends warm fuzzies at me because uh, I'm planning on, I mean, you know, 
we got at least 10,000 of these to make. We're going to fill this uh, this quota if we're going to get less zips. You know, we were quad zip, now we're trip zip 10. So, uh, Also, thank you to RJ Hauser for the show artwork. And uh, yeah, until next Wednesday, just in time for your commute and about the length of the average commute, uh, we will be boothing. If you have any instrumentals, uh, if you're a producer or if you're a band and you might want to hear your music on the show, uh, email it to boothinpod, that's B-O-O-T-H-I-N-P-O-D at gmail.com. And uh, let's see, there's something else here. Oh, I do have an interesting update for, uh, you know, for that story I, I mentioned about the, uh, in Who's the Stray Now? I think that was episode four. Um, so we're going to get to that next week. And, uh, yeah, so we are boothing. Y'all.